podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy, but Planet Fitness has the cure. Boost your energy with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs for $1 down and $10 a month. Join the judgment-free zone today. Deal extended to Wednesday, April 12th. See Home Club for details. Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome back to the Leading Edge Cricket Podcast. It's a it's a podcast in celebration mood. It's 70 years, it feels. Not since the Queen took over, but since England won a test match. We are over 250 <laughs> days since we've had this conversation where we can sit back, we can put our feet up, we can get the brew out and we can say England have won a game of test cricket, Rich. Yeah, it's great, isn't it, Rob? Nice to be back as well. We're back. English Test Cricket's back and England winning Test Cricket's back. It all feels good, doesn't it? How are you feeling, Rob? Anyway, COVID positive Rob over there. How are you doing, mate? Um, we, we had a saying last year on the podcast, test negative, stay positive. I'm now testing <laughs> positive, staying negative. So I've done a full 360. Um, but at but least you've a, had some cricket. Yeah, exactly. I've had, I've had mm. cricket in the evenings down here in New Zealand to, to go along COVID and the Vitality Blast. I watched heaps of that while I've been laid up in bed. So we're, hey. we're feeling pretty good about life, Rich. We've it's just, it's great to see, <laughs> I don't know, can you look at it and go, <laughs> oh, Red Bull reset, you know, we're going in a brand new direction here, that's why we won this game of cricket. Can, can you do that? Do you know what, I, we're not at that phase, are we? It's really nice to see a positive start. Um, a team a few years ago would have, well, even a year ago, even six months ago, would have probably struggled to chase down that score uh, in the end, wouldn't it? of, uh, what was it, 277 total, which England did chase down this morning within the first hour, um, winning by five wickets. Joe Root, obviously, star of the show and man of the match, rightly so. And it was brilliant that he mentioned that they got it in just in time. I think it was seven balls or less than seven balls before uh, the fans would have not got a refund. So because they did it within the first hour, first 15 overs, the fans all got a refund. Man of the people, Joe Root. Man what, what a fantastic way to, uh, to round things off this morning, wasn't it? It, it is. So we're going to have a bit of a, a wander down memory lane here. We're going to walk through the Ooh. innings, um, all the big things that's gone <laughs> on, who's impressed us, who's not mm. not impressed us during the last few days. And because it's been, I don't know, I can't remember many test matches like this, Rich, with just wickets flailing everywhere, injuries yeah. flailing everywhere. Mm. Um just mind dumps at moments flailing any, everywhere, Colin de Granholm. It's just been a ridiculous game of cricket that's provided good entertainment. And that's it. It doesn't have to be a 500 place 500, does it? We don't need to see huge centuries all over the place. We need to see competitive cricket that offers some of the ball, it offers some of the bat. And we've seen a bit of everything in this test match, haven't we? So I, I enjoyed most of it. There, like you said, there are, there are big questions. England will not change anything. The squad was picked for the first two tests. Let's get that out of the way. Nothing is changing in this second test as far as England are concerned. New Zealand, there will be an enforced uh, injury swap over. And the de Grand Homme didn't make it through this game. Yeah, plantar fascia or whatever, you, however you say it, that's the injury he's going to be missing, isn't he? Um, so it does give a good opportunity for Henry Nichols to come in. An easy option considering Daryl Mitchell, Centurion that we'll get to in a minute, wouldn't have played. Uh, and England, obviously, big doubts over Jack Leach. So... Let's run. Should we run through this then, Rob? Just then we'll pick out bits and bobs as we go. But obviously, as we've said, England have got the win, five wicket win. It, it didn't feel in doubt, did it? It didn't feel in doubt. And in the first morning, Rob, it certainly didn't feel in doubt, in my opinion. 132 all out New Zealand were in the end. But that was that doesn't tell the story, does it? It was one for one, it was two for two, it was three for seven, four for 12, five for 27, six for 36, seven for 45, eight for 86. And then the tail enders just put a little bit of a shade of, uh, of respectability on it, didn't they? Uh, but it was all England on that first morning, and it was a wonderful toss to lose. 
um, and, and get a bowl. The old boys, Jimmy Anderson and Stuart Broad, they look useful. I wonder, I wonder where they've come from. I wonder if they'd have done a job in the West Indies, we all ask. They, they yeah. look great, didn't they? Jimmy Anderson in particular, look, you know, two for four, two runs for four wickets in his first spell, six over spell. Matty Potts came in. We've been talking about him. Yes, I have missed him occasionally on the on the cricket. England watched tweets on Twitter, but <laughs> that was accidental. He was always in our minds. Uh, but he started the summer sensationally and he took it straight into this test match, impressing straight away his fifth ball, uh, getting Kane Williamson. And he got him in the second innings as well. Spoiler alert. But it was just a stunning first innings, wasn't it, uh, for England? You know, Broad bowled well, but he went, you know, he was about three and a half and over. But in the end, Broad um, Anderson went for four and over. Um, ben Stokes got himself one wicket as well. But if it wasn't for Mr. Large Man, uh, Colin de Grandom, and Tim Southie down at the bottom and a little bit of Trent Bolt, this would have been less than 100 all out and yeah, England would have been. been cruising. But at this phase in this game, it was such an impressive start for England that you only saw one winner after this one. Obviously, second innings we'll get into in a moment. But at that point, how impressed were you, Rob? Oh, massively, mate. I, I expected England to win this test match, which hmm. sounds bonkers, but anyone that's following us on Twitter at Leading Edge Pod will yeah. see on the June the 2nd, before the start of play, I put England will beat New Zealand. I also, the tweet just before it, sent one out with a picture <laughs> of the slip-catching percentages from 2019, hmm. saying New Zealand have got the best slip-catching cordon in the world, and England are pretty much the worst alongside Bangladesh. England's slip-catching here was absolutely outstanding. And I yes. quite like the cordon, having um, having Golden Gloves Johnny Bairstow at third yeah. slips, you know, shelling peas and catching anything mm. that comes his way, I thought was particularly mm. impressive. But it was, we bowled really well. New Zealand mm. batting lineup. Uh, we didn't get to do the preview, but one of the takes, my take on it was the batting mm. lineup is frail and has got mm. big holes in it, like England. Um so I, was, I wasn't surprised that England, when they got into him, really got stuck into him and, and rolled them. It, it was it was kind of on the cards. But I think as English fans, we can all sit there and look back and go, <laughs> how didn't Jimmy get a game? How didn't Brody get a game? Because those two were absolutely brilliant with with the new ball. And then Potts came in and did... I don't, I don't know yeah. what to say. It's Matthew Potts County Championship form carried over into the international arena. But I feel, I feel it's too formal. It's got to be Matty, surely. I don't like these formalities of Matthew Potts. Yeah, we so. need quick info. If you can update your scorecards to have him as Matty, that would be great. <laughs> and I think the other thing that, that really needs uh, playing up here was we've been negative of Joe Root's captaincy and his um, reluctance to attack for... Mm. Feels a couple of years, especially the last couple of years of bubble life under Silverwood. We've really had to rein it in and defensive fields. Ben mm. Stokes and I picked it up really early. We got a we got a wicket or two, and then we had six slips. We were all about taking wickets while the ball was yeah. moving, and I'm just I'm all in on that. All in on that. I'm okay yeah. then being a hundred for three at at mm. lunch. The fact is, you've got three wickets. It's a bit like the power play in T20. You you, you mm. want to take wickets in that period. If you take two or three wickets, you're probably going to win the game. And yeah. same with Test cricket. You want to take wickets in that first session. And I was just, I was all in on England's positive attitude. Um, also chasing balls down to the boundary, Rich. All, all in Broadly. on everyone giving everything, chasing balls to the boundary. Yeah. Stuart Broad, especially, wasn't he? He was sensational. He did that, you know, putting that effort in and, and really showing that he wants to be out there. I've, I've got to just jump on what you said. Johnny Bairstow, his slip catching was sensational. The first catch in particular, I think it was. Unbelievable. Or any argument, any conversation, we're going to get to the fourth innings and how how well I think Ben Folks did. Spoiler, really well. 
Um, I'm hearing people already talking about get you know give Bairstow the gloves. Folks away from it for one minute. Johnny Bairstow caught three, did he? Three in slips. Three. We need yep. him in slips. Forget about wicket keeping for a second. This is this is unbelievable. Rob showed those stats of how bad we've been. We've been one of the worst teams over the last few years for slip catching percentages. If we can get someone in slips that actually knows how to not put the ball on the ground, keep him in there for as long as we certainly can. So, yeah, I was just super impressed. Matty Potts, I thought, was exceptional. Uh, they were talking about it today, the commentators were, and they were talking about how, um, or was it Root, actually? Root was saying in, in the post-match interview, he was talking about how he's a little bit front on. He's quite difficult to line up early on. So he's going to take wickets in his first overs. And that's what he did as well, wasn't it? And that's what we're going to keep seeing, I think. Uh, you know, he was, Root was talking about how much they were troubled in the nets. Uh, from Potts. So, you know, we didn't do the preview pod, so we couldn't really talk about it. You know, but who would have been playing? You've got about eight or nine players injured. You know, if Wood was available, if Wokes was available, if all these other people were available, Potts might not have even got near the squad. So it was really good to see him get in the squad and it was even better to see him play, especially because how disappointed we both were, and I'm sure a lot of people were, that Harry Brook didn't get his opportunity because he's been flying uh, so far this year. So uh, it was a positive selection, wasn't it, really? Uh, and, and New Zealand, they were forced into playing Daryl Mitchell, weren't they, yeah. uh, with with no Nichols playing? Yeah, you know, that was, it's a, that amazing. was a for them, actually. Um, yeah. And, you know, we'll touch on Mitchell's 100. Mm. But in the preview pod, I was going to say, if Mitchell's batting at five and Granholm at six, you have mm. got huge holes in that lineup. <laughs> um, yeah. They are both, to me, ideally a six or mm. seven. Um, Daryl Mitchell's just got this crazy ability to get the most out of his talent. We saw it in the T20 World Cup, um, and now you're seeing it in the Test Arena. Just incredible. DeGranholm's the better bowler between the two, but Mitchell, definitely the better batter. Yeah, but it's just quite interesting, isn't it? Without injuries, these players are getting opportunities. And we've not even spoke about the third person that got an opportunity because of injury, and that was Jack Leach, chasing the ball down to the boundary, which you were intimating about a minute ago. We saw some players do it really well. And Jack Leach did it exceptionally well. Sprinted down there, head first, full-on commitment, over on his head, concussion. He's out of the game. Matt Parkinson's putting away, tidying up his barbecue from the night before. He's off to the Lake District for a few days. No, he's not anymore. He's driving down to London from Manchester. He's getting his first cap, isn't he? 704, I think it was, for Matty Potts. 750 test cap is the number for Matty Parkinson. Um, and he got I'm calling everyone Matty now. I love it. Everyone's Matty. Um, and he's getting his game uh, for England as well, isn't he? Um, so it, 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 we got a lot of what we wanted to see in this test, but not mm. necessarily with Jack Leach the way we wanted to see it. So wish him, obviously, <clears throat> speedy recovery. He was doing some jogs around the outfield towards the end of the test, so he's trying to work his way back through the concussion protocols that are in place. The squad is as is, as we said, for the second test. Parkinson will retain his place in that squad, uh, but Jack Leach is a question mark. But anyway, that's where we were at the end of the first test, uh, first test, first innings, Rob. Um, at that point, we had to think that this is an exceptional start for England. No way in the world they can screw it up. And they're certainly not when they're putting 59 <coughs> for none with Alex Lees and Zach Crawley in particular going absolutely brilliantly. Then we lose a wicket. Then we lose Zach Crawley at 59 for one. And at that phase, phase even then we're thinking this is a really good start. Great opportunity for Ollie Pope coming in. Yeah. Big question marks over him as number three. Is he a three? I don't think he is. You don't think he is. A lot of people don't think he is, but it's a great opportunity. And everything looked rosy at that point, but then the game changed. It changed. It absolutely <laughs> flipped on his head. England, eight for five from 28 balls to finish the day. Eight for five. It's yep. the, the numbers that just don't quite 
uh, I don't know. You can't. I can't quite get my head around how poor that collapse was because there, there was moments in that innings where Crawley looked really good and was batting really well. His updated technique was playing pretty good, but old habits die hard, and mm. he kind of rolled rolled back. 60 balls before this test match and started mm. trying to get in there, bottom man, get in there, get across that ball. <laughs> um, New Zealand bowled well, very mm. similar to England. They bowled good lines. It, it appears it was probably hard for that first 10 balls of people's innings and hard mm. to you know line things up and get it going. And also they took every single opportunity that was given to them. You could question mm. some of the shots that was maybe thrown in. Ben Stokes had a, a really rasping drive down the ground that he got mm. out to. Johnny Bairstow got bowled again. Johnny Bairstow gets bowled. He found a way of getting bowled, chopping on. Um, mm. Ben folks nicking off. And uh, I think Alec Halise's technique always um, needs more discussion. I do like We the need fact a breakdown. That, we need yeah, a breakdown from you, Robert, at some we point. Need we need a little on, TikTok on breakdown. TikTok <laughs> so, West Indies, he didn't play like this. Kenny Championship, he played like this and scored 190. And comes back to Test cricket, <laughs> twenty-five. Um, mm. Looks okay. Kevin Peterson wasn't very complimentary of his batting style care. and technique. Don't care. Don't care. Do you know what? I'm just going to quickly say this. No, some people might not have overly loved his technique. He was different, wasn't he, at the time? Just because he actually had some success. Yeah. Obviously, we look in. You know, oh, he was great. It was great. It was great. But that wasn't a normal technique. Now, Alex Lezo, without being negative or positive. It was just a strange setup. We don't see that sort of setup, yeah. especially with the right arm round the round the wicket to him as a left-hander, batting well outside off stump. Not even an off stump guard. It felt like at times. It felt like he was batting on fifth or sixth stump. It seems a strange technique. You've you've kind of looked into it a little bit more, and he, he has done that, hasn't he? And he's got a really good record in first class cricket, mm. county cricket, batting in that way round the wicket. I don't. I just don't see how it's going to be successful consistently. It's the same as when we spoke about Ollie Pope batting on off stump. How do you know what you're leaving? How do you know what you're supposed to be playing? He got, well, it was LB, wasn't it, in the end, which would have been clipping legs done, but he's trying to play it down to fine leg in the first innings. It seemed a strange setup, and it's not, I don't think that many people will be expecting, well, would have expected to see a, a test match opener playing that way. No, I, I can't say I've ever seen him myself until I saw him yeah. doing it in the county championship, mate. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's worked for him. And you, you know what I like? about this I, I might not like how it looks i might think it's riddled with holes but the fact mm. is that he plays like this he played like this last year apparently went to the mm. west indies and played some somehow different and had a different yeah. setup and it didn't work so he's gone back to okay this is what works for me and i've a lot of time for that he, he's right he's like okay cards on the table this is how i do it it doesn't look great i'm yeah. gonna try it and He's going to have another couple of test matches to really try. And he did look really nice in that second innings, to be mm. fair. He had a period where he was yeah. looking really fluent and looked yeah. uh, a little bit more eager to score some runs. Yeah, Stokes singled him out, isn't he, at the end? I mean, he was speaking about a few people, but he said about Lees, you know, for the 20 he scored in the second innings, that looked as good as he has looked so far in test cricket. So, yeah. you know, we're not expecting Lees to be thrown out at the moment. We're not expecting Crawley to be thrown out. Crawley looked really fluent. And then it was just... It's like you said, the, the old issue came down, didn't it? It just felt like that bat came down on an angle uh, for his dismissal in the first innings, and suddenly, you know, he's 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 gone again. That's that's it's cruel, cruel game, isn't it? Test cricket. Um, mm. Ollie Pope, what do you think of Ollie Pope? Um, his first knock at number three. Uh, not a lot, actually. Not a lot. Mm. I was re I was really disappointed with the test match for him. You just wanted yeah. to see something. He will be as well. I'll see a start, like get to twenty. Yeah. 
show me show me your number three get to 20 make make a, yeah. a little bit of an indent sure you might get out of 20 yeah. that's, that's okay no one really scored any runs yeah. except a couple of people but I, I just came away going I've not seen anything here that makes <laughs> makes me go number three yeah well that's it isn't it and that's the problem it's we've no doubt in our minds that he is absolutely exceptional in county cricket but the problem is is we've just not seen it in test cricket and that's our issue and that's a lot of people's issue and concern with him is that we haven't seen the player that we know he is and i understand why they're trying to get him in the side crowbarring him in you know saying we're absolutely adamant we're absolutely certain that this man is a test cricketer so we're going to give him every opportunity and we think he's got the technique at number three even though he's never batted at number three in his first class career I understand why they've played him there, but he, he just hasn't shown anything yet in Test cricket mm. to suggest that he has that X factor, that something. We hope he does at some point. We hope that it clicks. Um, but I just feel it's a little bit unfair, let's say, on, on one or two others who are on the outside looking in, uh, that Pope has got another opportunity at the moment, regardless of all those things we've just spoke about. Um, I'm the same. I just I, It didn't really do anything... It, that excited me or, or made me think, mm, hang on a sec, there might be something here. Um, but they're going to persevere with him. He will play at number three in the second test. So he's got two more innings, I would suggest, uh, that he um, needs to, to do something with. What, what I would say is mm. we've just played on a deck <coughs> where 132 plays 141. Yeah. Um, only two guys got in for New Zealand and pretty much mm. only two guys got in for England in the second innings to have a, a good mm. bat. Same as Matt Parkinson as a bowler, who we'll touch on, can't judge him solely on one performance at Lords, no. where no. a load of wickets have fallen. So exactly. I think get him to Trembridge, get him through the series, yeah. and see where you are at the end of the series. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Oof. it's a good way. Apologies to for Rob's coughing, by the way. He's he's not yeah. quick enough on that mute button. <laughs> no, the, the uh, COVID's still uh, kicking around on the old, old lungs a little bit here. I'm dropping yeah. in and out of mute, but um, I might miss might miss the odd one. Um, yeah. So yeah, England one for one, Rich. I it could have been better at the end of day one. It probably could have been worse as well. We could have had a yeah. it could have been trailing, yeah. um, but it did absolutely. set up what was a, a really interesting New Zealand innings. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's got to be said, hasn't it? Both bowling attacks look really impressive. Simple as that. As bad as the bowling attacks did look, a batting attack, sorry, both bowling attacks really, really did look as expected when you're looking at 132 plays, 141. So, yeah, we move the game on, don't we? England have a, a minor lead as we go into second innings for New Zealand. Um, and it was a decent start for England again. Will Young's gone early again um, for, for New Zealand. That's a, that's a concern, I think, at the top of the order for, uh, for New Zealand. Um, Latham... He's hanging around, but Willie Kane Williamson's gone again, hasn't he? Matty Potts gets the captain, the, the, the one of the best batsmen in the world. He's got him twice in this game. Um, and England were looking really rosy. 35 on the board for three wickets, 56 for four when Devon Conway went. And then it was Daryl Mitchell and it was Tom Blundell who batted absolutely superbly. Daryl Mitchell brought it, got himself 108. Was that his second Test 100? Um, I'll have to just check that in a moment. It's sitting in my memory, that is his second Test 100. Um, but I thought he played really well. And one of the things I absolutely loved, yes, yeah, second 100 for, for Daryl Mitchell. At the end of the day, when he was being interviewed after his 100, he was talking about how he got the big applause coming off the field. And he's like, oh, I've got the big applause, which, you know, I'm not a big fan of that. It was like he's so such a humble fellow that he didn't really like people giving him a standing ovation when he got out for 108. You did pretty well, Daryl. Enjoy it, pal. Enjoy it. He did. Um, Enjoyed the moment, mate. His, yeah. his old man's a, a bit of a rugby legend out here as well. Oh, really? Um, cool. There's some interesting tweets going on for anyone that's into the rugby. His dad, 
uh, won the Ranfurly Shield out here, uh, met once, mm. maybe twice, and there was conversations going on about who's got the greater achievement, winning the Ranfurly <laughs> Shield or uh, or getting a century at Lord. So it was just, yeah. I don't know, it, it defies. I almost look at it and go, if his technique is not pretty, like it's not stereotypical top six international cricketer, which is probably something why I look at him and go, top six, seven. Mm. He got the best out of it against a really good bowling attack on bowling-friendly conditions generally. Mm. You can't really ask any more of someone. And the only thing I could come away with was, if he was English, he wouldn't have scored 100. And I couldn't get this out of my head. Like, (laughs) someone that plays like that, Mm. who played the match situation really, really well. He played the good balls uh, and blocked them out and left them and did all these things and then just worked it around and managed to get mm. himself up to 40, 50 without really much fanfare and then all the way to a century. So it's it just an incredible knock. Him and Blundell, who again goes mm. sneakily under the radar, yeah, constantly uh, does well for New Zealand. He's not of the BJ Watling mould who always came in and scored mm. runs when New Zealand was in trouble, but this was a BJ Watling sort of innings from Tom Blundell and kind of taking mm. the next step to being... Hey, this is this is our guy who's in that middle yeah. of the order, lower end of the order. Will always get us out of a bit of a hole. Mm. In New Zealand are going to find themselves in hole with the batting lineup that just isn't performing. It's a shame we didn't do the preview pod because I I had mm. COVID, but I, I mm. called out in that Will Young, great in county championship cricket. Mm. But I went back and watched him against South Africa in the summer, and off stump, off stump. There was some really hard hands going mm. on, and he really struggled. So he's had yeah. a good start to test career. But you can watch him and go, oh yeah, you might you might get found mm. out a little bit in England against quality oppo. But I'm just mm. I'm just happy for those guys. But I don't think you can talk through this New Zealand innings without mm. going. Uh, the collapse happened again, uh, and mm-hmm. one one bought four or five rich, and it was one one of the dropped players. It was Anderson in the first innings taking all the wickets, but it was Broadie mm. here on the start of yeah. day three. Just was it start of day three or end of day three? One of the two. It was running through them. Yeah, it was Saturday. I mean, I was at cricket, so I didn't get to see it live. But obviously, you're seeing the, the updates coming through. And it was basically three wickets in three balls, wasn't it? They got the... Um, who was the first wicket in this one? You've caught me here. You've caught me. Which one was the first one? <laughs> but, but we get a wicket. We get a run out. We get another wicket. Brody gets two, doesn't he? In in uh, in, 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 in in three deliveries. And then there's a run out. There's a huge appeal for the Grand Hom, isn't he? he? He's wandering down the pitch doing God knows what. And he gets himself run out. I think Bairstow direct hit from slips. It just summed up that absolute brain fade of, a, of an over for New Zealand, which completely changed the, the complexion of the game. At the point of um, Mitchell and Blundell absolutely cruising, you're looking at this going, England have absolutely thrown this away. There is mm. no way in the world New Zealand are not winning this test match. That's the only result. It could be over today. You might not even see any cricket on Sunday. Obviously, things changed in that over, wasn't it? So if, if you remember it clearer than I do, Rob, please talk us through that over because yeah. I was waiting. I, I think I'd just been, uh, I'd just come back to Pavilion after uh, being given out LBW for one that hit me outside the line of off um, <laughs> First ball, um, <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I, I, was tweet- <laughs> I was tweeting about this. Mm. The first tweet said game on. The second tweet said game on, fire emoji. And then the yeah. third one, this is so game on. And then I put a pot out going, who's going to win, England or New Zealand? And England had pipped in front on it. Um, it, yeah. it was it was just broad. He managed to, I think he got Daryl Mitchell to nick off. And then there was the, yeah. the Grand Home one. Honestly, Stuart Broad would have reviewed this for LBW if he could, but it had already been given yeah. out. Now he just, he, he had that look in his eye like, that needs yeah. to go on my stats. The Grand Home, obviously injured by this point. 
but just had a, a moment where it's almost like he forgot the situation and yeah. you can't just <laughs> mentally leave the game and leave your body yeah. corpsing on the middle of the wicket. And he did, he just kind of wandered around in the middle of the wicket. Yeah. And young Johnny Bairstow, boom, down go the stumps and, and he's ran out. And then first ball, I think it was Carl Jameson. Jameson, yeah, and Jameson. Yeah. Up everywhere. And it was just, it was vintage Brody. And you just look at it. You just look at it and you've got Anderson who in the first innings took four for And then you've got Anderson and Brody with three for And we would not have won this test match if Anderson didn't bowl like that on day one and Brody didn't do this spell. 100% it's, we don't win this game. It's what Broad does. And this is the thing. He's so undervalued. He's so underrated in my opinion. I don't mm. know what it is, but when we're looking at who, what your bowling attack is going to be, so many times people will be like, oh, I'll have him over Broad. This is what Broad gives you. He's that, he's that, in a football sense, he's that match winner. He's going to just, he might not do a lot for, for, for an hour or so, but he's then just going to pop up with a moment of magic and, and score a goal. Or, or in this, this situation, obviously, take the wicket of Daryl Mitchell, the guy that was set on 108, take the wicket. He then causes the confusion when the Grandhom comes in that results in the run out. He then follows up with an absolute butte that Jags back hits his off, off stump, cartwheels off stump, sorry, unplugs off stump, the camera's gone and everything. To get Carl Jamieson, he's broad. He's there, winding the crowd up, getting the Lords firing up. You know they had to put down the little plastic glasses for the champagne, the little toffs up at Lords, didn't they? Little, I'd still hate it. I still hate the corks on the outfield, Rob. Stop, <laughs> stop putting your corks on the outfield. So disrespectful. But Broad, he does that. He just fires the crowd up. He fires me up. And it's this is what happens. This is how you change the the, the, the you know the direction of a test match. You yeah. need players like this that can do it. And he showed again. That he did it. And it's like you said, they then collapsed after this one, didn't they? Southie again, hung around 21. Uh, he who believes that there's no fielders in the air, which is why he likes to go attacking. I like that. I really do like that. I'm going to take that on board. <laughs> That's going to live with me. Uh, he's a man after my life like now. Um, but he hung around and just got a bit of respectability to 285, which set up that total of 277, which in a fourth innings is an epic chase. It feels like an epic chase in England cricket fan as well. So even at that point, regardless of how well we finished that innings, it still feels, no, I don't want to say insurmountable, but it still feels a hell of a challenge. And I'm not sure I was feeling, I would have been feeling overly confident, but I was out in the field when we started our innings, so I didn't see how England got on until I'd finished playing yesterday. Mm. And it was a superb, superb couple of uh, session or so, wasn't it? You know, we've put ourselves in a position where we only needed 60-odd to win this morning with five wickets in hand. We'll come on to the bowler's the tail in a moment, but... When you see that, that's a stunning effort um, from, from the top order. Yeah, it is. We've <laughs> managed to turn it around quite nicely. Mm. Um, what's your thoughts on Matt Parkinson's spell? 147 off 15.3. Uh, Crickvids did a, a tweet. Matt Parkinson's mm. average bowling speed is 73.65 uh, kilometres per hour, making him the slowest bowler in the Crickviz database. Minimum mm. 50 balls, 2006 to present were you impressed do you want to see him play again what are your thoughts it's lords for a start isn't it i mean I, um the the the, the what am i talking about here the edges patel um name slipped me for a moment the uh, new zealand spinner he didn't do much either did he in this game nah. you know no neither spinner did a lot jack leach he probably wouldn't have done much in this game it was really good to see matt parkinson come in and get an opportunity got himself a wicket um so he, he's, he's one you know he's one he's up and running Yes, he bowls slow, but he's had an immense amount of success in first-class cricket. He, he's got a really good economy rate. He doesn't. He's not a, a, a leg spin bowler that goes, you know, bowls four balls every over. That's not who he is. 
So yes, he's bowling slow, but he's been really successful. And we don't know if he's going to be successful in test cricket yet. Did he impress? I, he was all right. I think he did okay. Um, I'm certainly not going to get upset with the way he bowled at Lords, um, yeah. where I don't think any spinner would have played, had a particularly um, influential game. He gets to Trent Bridge next test. Hopefully he does play, because I'd like to see him play uh, one more. Give Jack Leach a bit of rest. If, if Parkinson doesn't quite perform in the second test, you've got Leach to come back in after he's had tests. We can't mess about with head injuries, uh, as you, you know, Rob, from your own personal experience. Just rest him. Just sit him to one side for the next test, I think. Give Parkinson one more. I think it's beneficial for everybody in that situation. It is for Leach to have that, that rest. But it is also for Parkinson. It's also important for the new coach, the new captain and the new selectors, whoever they may be, Rob Key, whatever, to have a, a good look at Parkinson. It's come earlier than we expected. So, yeah, you know, he didn't set the world alight. He didn't, you know, in, in the Shane Warne test, that there was so much um, nice stuff, wasn't there, in Memorial for Shane Warne. We didn't see the ball of the century. We didn't see him announce himself onto the world stage like bowling Mike Gatting around his leg, uh, sorry, from leg to two off. But oh, it was a start. You know, it's yeah, something to build on, isn't it? on a, in a game where every wicket minus one fell to Seamers. Ajaz Patel, who let's not forget, mm. took a tenfer in one innings yeah. in India during the winter, mm. bowled two overs. Oh, yes, Kane Williamson yeah. didn't trust mm. him on that last day to try and get a few quick overs to try and get through to the new no. ball. So that's where spin fell yeah. in this this game. Also yeah. 22 more. off two overs, sorry. 22 off two overs was the whole game contribution with the ball from exactly. Ajax. Exactly, that's it. And batting at 10. Mm. So similar roles. Um, <laughs> yeah. and, and Lords is the best pitch in the UK, test match-wise, to bowl seam. Seamers average mm. 22 there, which is the best in the country. They take 87% of the wickets and spinners average 44. And that's spinners averaging mm. 44 with India, um, Australia being there in the few, last few years. So... Um, I want to see a bit more. I want to see him play. Trent Bridge offers a little bit more. Spinners average 30 yeah. at Trent Bridge and take 15% of the wickets. Um, they do go around the park a little bit at Trent Bridge. I don't know why, but um, that's just how it is. Uh, England, yeah. knock him off, Rich. Yeah, it, it, yeah. I mean, brilliant. It was good, wasn't it? We spoke briefly about Alex Lees. You know, Ben Stokes spoke about how, how well he thought Alex Lees played. He got 20 off 32. It looked more fluid. Zach Crawley had already gone by this point. Uh, caught Southie off Jameson. Ollie Pope's gone. Bolt's caught bowling for 10. So there's question marks, isn't there? That top three, until something, somebody does something spectacular, um, there's going to be question marks over that top three. But we are going to see them in the next test, as we keep saying. But none of those guys really got us underway, particularly. Three for 46. At that point, you're thinking New Zealand are in the box seat. Johnny Bairstow's not really contributed much in this game either, apart from his three stunning catches, a run out, <laughs> a few, one or two other things. Um, but he, he got, you know, 16 or 15, again, looked fluid. But, you know, you might be able to tell me a little bit more what you think about Johnny Bairstow, bold dismissal yet again. Um, and then Stokes came in, didn't he, and played pretty well. 54 for him off 110 before he tried to work one. It was almost like ramped, wasn't it? Um, a little fiddle. We saw a fiddle from folks in the first innings, didn't we? Um, and we saw a fiddle from Stokes in the second one. Not useful on this track, lads. Um, but once he's gone, Root had to then step up, and he certainly did. He got it through to close. Ben Folks, uh, question marks always over him, it seems. People don't seem to see him as a batsman. He is bats at five for Surrey people, excellent batsman in his own right. He dug in, didn't he, before close of play yesterday? Uh, him and, um, and you know, Root was a, got the tempo going, didn't he? He, got, he put his foot down a little bit, but set it up to, to only need that 60-odd um, seconds you know, today just to finish it off. And they played superbly. 
you know, to do it inside 15 over, 60 odd runs that was required this morning. Root was exceptional. He got himself 100, 26 test 100, I believe. 10,000 test runs, the 14th player ever to get to 10,000 test runs. Unbelievable the way the world works, Rob. He's exactly the same age to the day as Alistair Cook, as the youngest player ever to find 10,000 test runs. Alistair Cook had that record when, you know, a few years ago, whatever it might be, but, you know, matching Alex, Alistair Cook. I just, I, I just love the symmetry of those sort of statistics. And it just shows you what an absolute sensational player uh, that we have in Joe Root. And we, it, we've got our right to believe that he is the best that's ever done it <laughs> at the moment. Or certainly the best. He could be the best that's ever done. Let's slow, slow the, uh, the role a little bit. But he's certainly at the moment probably the best in world cricket. Best best player in the world. Best batsman in the world. Yeah. Best batsman in the world by a long All way. Matters. Will, Williamson's <laughs> out of form. Smith's out of form. Yeah. Coley's out of form for a couple of years now. Um, 218 mm. innings route got there. 11 innings mm. faster than Sir Alistair Cook which like is a, <clears throat> a fine effort. Not the fastest mm. of all time. 195 innings mm. is the fastest of all time, which was Sangakara, Lara and Tendulkar. Ponting mm. was 196. So, incredible. Time on his yep. side. Mm. He might play longer than Sir Alistair Cook mm. as well. You, you never know. You never know what the next few years have, have got to have. Yep. But <clears throat> at the moment, we're seeing the peak, whereas Alistair Cook's mm. peak was a little bit younger in his career. So, yep. I am interested to see how far... Mm. He, he can take this. Uh, Zach yeah. Crawley edged off again, Rich. He mm. averages under 22 now to deliveries outside off stumping test cricket, which is an mm. interesting one. But the more interesting one is that out of players that play for England and edged the ball <laughs> since the start of 2020, <laughs> Zach Crawley has edged 8% of the deliveries he's faced in test cricket. No English batter has edged more deliveries in that time. <laughs> That's a great start. I've got no, no idea how to compare that. I don't know what, for example, Joe Root would be. Uh, but that's, um, yeah, I, there's just huge question marks at the top of the order, isn't there? Um, before we delve too much into those, I just want to quickly round off with Ben Folks. I thought he played really, really well today. And yeah, I, 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 was, I wanted Joe Root to get to his 100. I wanted to see 10,000 test runs, Joe Root. And I wanted, obviously, to see England win. But I really, really wanted to see Ben Folks finish this game unbeaten, get through the end of the game. Would have been lovely for him to get a 50, but he finished on 32, not out. And I just think he looks a good player. I think he's a good keeper, a good player, and I want to see him get a run. He deserves a run in this Test match team. For too long, we've sort of disrespected these, these players that we perceive to be the best keepers. Um, and we don't give them the respect they deserve with the bat. You know, I've got a, you know, being a, um, whatever the phrase may be, for um for Chris Reed, all those years ago, you know, he was a better batsman that people gave him credit for. People didn't see him as much as as we did and and others, and he he just wasn't handled correctly. He was a very very good batsman, and he he scored ridiculous thousands of runs um in in first class cricket. And folks, he's being tarnished a little bit. He's seen as the better keeper, but I don't think people quite realise what how good a batsman he is. Um, and I think he just deserves that run of games, and the confidence will come with it. And I think we'll see. Uh, see him do really well as he takes it through. So I was really, really pleased to see him be uh, there at the end as well. That's a fair point. England don't win the game without him, essentially. Mm. You end up in a position where you're well, going to collapse. I think there's one thing else that mm. kind of needs pointing mm. out here. Folks, folks mm. was great. Batted well last mm. night and today. He actually hated Root, not just in staying at the crease, but scoring enough runs at a decent mm. rate. He was playing some beautiful straight drives, like, <clears throat> sorry, coughs, um, looking <clears throat> really, really nice. New Zealand changed the ball. 
And this is hugely important. The ball was swinging, according to Crickviz, yes, yes. it was swinging 1.5 degrees. The ball had gone soft, they changed it. Mm. And when the ball came back, it swung 0.4 mm. degrees. And you could see mm. on TV, the ball was not moving at all. So yeah. for all those people going, ah, they're changing the ball all the time. It's not fair. It's not fair. Actually, it worked against them here, <laughs> completely against them. Yeah, sometimes it doesn't work, does it? That was quite funny, wasn't it? And then they were desperate to try and get it changed again, which was quite amusing. Um, it is the way it goes, isn't it? Hey, I've got a cat in the background if anyone's interested. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? Um, something I wanted to mention as well, which we didn't, and it was so important that folks did see it through, not just for him and his personal um, achievement, but it was also for the fact that if he'd have got himself out, we then opened up this England, Matty Potts, Stuart Broad, James Anderson, and Matt Parkinson. In the nicest politest sense in the world that's probably four number 10s four number 10 and 11s it's it may be if we're being generous maybe there's, there's a 9 10 11 out of there but they're not the finest players in the world um and i'm really pleased that england went with this because i've been sick and tired of it for so many years that we've ended up picking bowlers because they can bat a bit rather than trying to pick the best four bowlers that can then go and take 20 wickets and win a test match we've been vindicated in this test haven't we that we did pick the, first, the best four bowlers their performances have proven. Well, Jack Leach, maybe we didn't, you know, forget about the spinner. But the three seamers we picked. And none of them were a number eight batsman. But we've still won a test match. We did all right. It's not their job to go and score runs to win us a game. It's about time the top six and seven scored the runs. And that's where the question marks and issues need to be. That's it. We're asking Alex Lees, Zach Crawley, Ollie Pope, Johnny Bairstow. And folks, you know, he's a new player coming in the team. They're the guys that should be scoring the runs. Bowlers do their job. They did their job. They took 20 wickets. Yeah, you do. You do that. You just end up with a watered down bowling unit. Yeah, um, yeah. which we've unfortunately seen time and time again. So mm. you're right. It it does. Mm. And there was a time I was looking at it and I went, "Oh, that's a long tail." And then I had to stop mm. myself and come back to the point you've just made and yes. go, "No, Bobby, this <laughs> is good. the right thing to do. You're picking a team to win a game of Test cricket, not a game that's just going to be in a game of Test cricket." So I was, <clears throat> I was, I was really impressed. Like I, I come away from the game, mate. We've We've got holes, and I think I put it in the tweet that I sent out. I said, England won a game of Test cricket. Root is elite. Jimmy and Brody are back. We've got holes all over the batting lineup, but I don't care. We've, we've won a game of cricket. It's been 250, 290-odd days since we've done it. Mm. We've had really rough times over the winter, losing to the West Indies, losing to Australia. Mm. We're still losing to India, which is still going on after a year. Um it's, it's just really good to see. But I think where, where we're going by the end of this series, Lees, Crawley, Pope all have to have scored runs. Otherwise, mm. there will be changes. And it, unfortunately, it's all three of them at the moment. I can't imagine mm. England making all three changes. They're going to they're gonna back some horse in the race. And Johnny yeah. Bairstow, <clears throat> two centuries in his last five test matches, has got yeah. a lot of pressure coming on him. Um, mm. <clears throat> a thing I like about Bairstow, a lot of fire. Like when he was yeah. batting yeah. against Carl Jameson on the end of day three, Carl Jameson, one of the nicest guys in the world, big massive <laughs> smile on his face, little dimples on his face, couldn't do anything Aww. wrong. Best of smashed him for four. <laughs> and then we played and missed, and Jameson gave him a little smile. And Johnny Besto like marched 22 yards down the pitch, having some words with him. Couldn't see what they were saying, but having some words with him. And then next ball, Jameson got one to nip back in and cleaned him up. It was, <laughs> it was absolutely brilliant test cricket, but it's, it's what I want to see out of Bairstow. Bairstow yeah. is a real good, fiery sort of character. Yeah. I want to see him pumped up. And yeah, I did see time. him pumped up. And, you know, it's, it's incredible. A year ago, that England got set that target by Kane Williamson 
and just mm. did nothing. Just did nothing. Dom Not Sibley died seven days for six. It was a Dom Sibley net, wasn't it? That's all the all the, the, the management seemed to care about was trying to get Sibley into form. And, but we're not going to look back on that. And this was different here because England looked at it. I love this. England looked at it and said, if we win this game, we've got to do it before the new ball. And that's what it came yeah. down to. What do we have to go at? They went in 3.5 and over on day three and day mm. four and, and won yeah. the game. It's it's absolutely yeah. brilliant, Rich. Um, yeah. what, what changes do you make if you're England for second It's a good, good question, yeah. I mean, it was just just quickly on, on the point you just made, Root was saying that we were asking the question about whether or not they, they wanted to kind of kick on before that new ball, or was that too far ahead? And he was like, oh, that's too far ahead. But I think there's something in that, especially with the tail. I think if they'd have opened it up uh, and a wicket had fallen, I think they would have. it could have been a bang, bang, bang um, and, and a New Zealand victory, couldn't it, if they got to the new ball? So I'm really impressed. Positive intent, we spoke about, didn't we? That's what the, the new setup talks about. And it's not just about smacking the ball. It's about doing everything you do positively. So I was really pleased with that. I don't think England's going to do anything different next test. I think if Leach is fit, I think there's a question mark, a question of whether they want to play Jack Leach. Uh, like I've already said, I think it'd be the sensible decision is to sit him, rest him. He's available for the third test then and see how you go. Leave it as is. I personally, I would probably change things, but that's because it's me. I want to see Harry Brook uh, and I'm not convinced by the way things are. I'd probably have Joe Root at number three. <laughs> but I'm, they're not going to make wholesale changes after they've just won a test match. And Joe Root at number four is, is an unbeaten 115 to win the test match uh, and man of the match. So I don't think England will do anything different. I'm chuffed to bits with Matty Potts. He's averaging 9.71 so far in his test career, Rob. Can he keep that going? That's what I want to know. Um, so really, the question then comes across to New Zealand. Colin, as we say, Colin, the, the big man, um, the grand home, he's out for the next test and for the series. Henry Nichols missed the first game with injury. Do they just do a straight swap uh, and get in Nichols in the top six and, uh, and move Blundell down to seven? Or is there somebody else that can replace what de Grandholm gives New Zealand? Mate, I'm, I'm looking at this squad and it's a different squad <laughs> to the first test to the second and third test for the Black Caps. There's a, a heavily reduced squad. First yes. one was inflated with IPL and, and stuff like that. Mm. You've got Tim, uh, sorry, Tim Southey. You've got Henry mm. Nichols, who hopefully will be fit that can come in. You've got Cam Fletcher, wicketkeeper. Not convinced he's going to be a test match batsman, but they're pretty okay. much the only changes you've got. The batting's right. so weak, you have to replace him with a batter in this lineup. Yeah. You can't just go, you know what, I'm going to bring in Neil Wagner and we're mm. going to have uh, a different sort of lineup. Trembridge does offer a little bit more for the spinners. If they were going to not go with Ajaz Patel, this would have been the test to do it. So I think mm. the, the the likely decision is that Henry Nichols comes back in. Excellent player, averages over 40 in Test Match Cricket. Yeah. Um, been brilliant over the last few years. I think he scored 100 against South Africa mm. in the New Zealand mm. summer as well. I could, I could be slightly wrong on that, but I think that's the change that you see. But, you know, for, for the fanfare that De Crandon gets, he averages 40 in mm. Test Match Cricket mm. and he averages about 30 with the ball. He is a genuine really international good. Test Match all-rounder. He might not yeah. look like one or he might not appear to play like one, but he plays mm. in his own mould and I really mm. like that and I, I love watching him play. And even with mm. the ball, he just he just picks up wickets. He just yeah. gets people out involving 75 yeah. miles an hour, but he knows his role and he does yeah. it superbly. So he's going to be a big it. miss. Yeah, there's a place for that bowl in those sort of paces, though, isn't it? If you are the fourth seamer, if you are the fifth bowler. Um, yeah. Daryl Mitchell is an all-rounder. He, you know, he's took 90-odd wickets in first-class cricket. He's only got a couple of wickets so far. Do we see him put forward a little bit more? Maybe he, him and Blundell drop down the order one each, and, and Nichols obviously comes in ahead of those. 
do we then see yeah. Mitchell given an opportunity as that fifth bowler to maybe try and break things up a little bit? Yeah, um, that's it's what an I'll opportunity probably, for him. Yeah. That's what I'd probably do. I'll drop mm. them down. Nichols will come back in about five. Um, yeah. I'm still I'm still not convinced four's Conway's best point. I think when it you've got a guy, feel right. he, he opened the batting in Sheffield Shield, sorry, Sheffield Plunkett Shield cricket forever, mm. or batted yeah. it opened or batted at, th- yeah. at three. Um, what I'd probably like is to see him up the order, but Will Young's probably mm. got enough uh, in mm. the tank to get a few more tests at the moment. Yeah. Why not? He's, he's done pretty well in the games he's played. Mm. Kane Williamson maybe dropped down to four. That would be an interesting decision and get Conway up there earlier. Um, but they've feels- definitely... Out of yeah. both teams, the biggest worry is in the New Zealand camp. Yeah. It's funny though, isn't it? Because both bowling sacks look in pretty good shape. Spinners, yeah, neither spinner got ball. much work. You know, all-rounders, I wouldn't say question marks on both teams. Obviously, DeGrand Holmes out. We don't know what's going to happen in that position if they do look at Mitchell in that replacement. Stokes is getting back, obviously batting. We know, you know, when he's come back after his injury in first class for Durham, he's batted well. He's scored runs. Scored some explosive runs as well. Um <laughs> That sounds worse than what I meant. Um, he um, so he also, his bowling's okay, isn't he? He's not quite back to full full fights and fitness, uh, it doesn't seem, or, or, you know, right right rhythm yet. Uh, but he certainly is back. But um, it is that batting on both sides, isn't it? You've got some absolute yeah. locks on both sides. But you've also got some huge holes and question marks, which we won't have any answers for yet. We need to get see how it goes at Trent Bridge. Yeah. Starting this coming week, isn't it? I think it's starting Thursday at Trent Bridge, and then we're on to Headingley, I believe, for the third test. Uh, but obviously, I'm looking forward to a nice, nice local local test match next weekend. I don't like they're the changes. I don't see anything else happening. I, I think it's really, really bad that we've not manipulated a way to get Harry Brook in. I know some people have said give Bearstow the gloves, and that's how you get Brook in. I don't think that's fair on folks. I think it should have been probably Root at three, and then you put in Brook at four unless you put uh, Bairstow at four and then Brook comes in at five. That's, for me, how it should have been. It's not, It wasn't, and it's not going to be for this test, I don't believe. So we, we wait and see um, whether there will be any changes. But I think we, it's going to be the third test before we see any changes. But I'm really pleased with how that went. I'm really pleased that we've seen a, seen a positive brand of cricket. It's too early to say why. Was it Stokes? Was it as a McCullum influence? Um, is it anything else? Or is it just one of those things that we've just got back to England? More, uh, you know, conditions we know. Um, and players have just just got 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 in the stride. Mm. They've had a rest. They're, they're back home and they're they're ready to go again. We don't know. Yeah, I, I thought one thing that was interesting every time it panned to McCullum mm. on the uh, Lord's balcony. Mm. One, he looked freezing cold, even though it's winter. Which is ex- <laughs> my wife's <laughs> Kiwi, and she says the same thing. It's cold all year mm. round in England. He looked really really cold, and he's from Dunedin, so he should be used <laughs> to the cold. But he looked freezing. Yeah. Um, also, one side of him, Ollie Pope. Also, the other side of him, Zach Crawley. The whole time England mm-hmm. were. Back and those two weren't batting, which was most yeah. of the time. They were sat <laughs> next to him, talking to him yeah. the whole time. Yeah. I like that. Yeah, yeah. He's been brought in, hasn't he? He's not going to coach technique. <clears throat> they, those players have got good, good enough techniques if they replicate and do it consistently. It's about getting their mindset. It's about getting them in the right, right, um, right setup to in order to succeed in Test cricket. They've got the ability. Mm. They just need to go and do it consistently. Um, we know Crawley can do it. We're not quite sure with Pope yet, but we know that Pope is so, so good in first-class cricket. So hopefully McCullum can unlock something. Um, you know, that's why they've brought him in. He's, a, he's an X-factor of his coach, isn't he? So, But yeah, great. We're up, we're up and running, Rob. Ben Stokes has got his first win and his first test match. Joe Root has repaid, as he said, the favour. Ben Stokes won Joe Root plenty of games of cricket, so Joe Root wanted to, to win, and he wants to win a lot more for, for Ben Stokes as the captain. So it's a really, really positive start for England. 
We roll yeah. on to Trent Bridge. We're looking forward to it. There's a lot of other cricket in the background at the moment, isn't there? There's obviously, like you said, Vitality Blast, etc. IPL's just wrapped up. Um, exciting win for the for one of the new franchises there, I believe. You might be able to tell me more than that. But hey, cricket's in. Cricket's all good. It's cricket's there. Good. We'll, we'll, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We'll leave you with this one stat. This is the first time since Ooh. 1888 that England have dismissed the top four in both innings of a test match for less than 15. Subsequently, straight after, they added 180 runs for the next wicket. So thank you so much for listening, guys. Have a great, uh, great weekend. We'll see you ready for the test on Thursday. <laughs>